from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. fans we are back for the final ice queens recording of grand prix the grand prix final uh tori how are you doing out there i'm doing good i mean it's freezing here in portland um i think it was 16 this morning but you know watching all the skating really got me all fired up oh yeah me too it's hot (laughs) and fiery over here in chicago too you know the snow may be falling outside and our temperatures are about the same but Figure skating is is keeping it hot. Or as um, Johnny said on the NBC broadcast, it's crazy, crazy town. <laughs> oh, Johnny. <laughs> I have to say that um, I have enjoyed Tara and Johnny immensely during this Grand Prix series. And um, I really like them way more than Scott and Sandra. I wish they'd be at the Olympics, but they probably won't be. They are so much better Scott and Sandra, you know, totally bug, and they're way more disruptive when the skaters are actually skating. Yeah, I really like them, too. They're a good team, and they, like, throw it to each other every once in a while, and, you know, sometimes they disagree, or they'll say... I mean, Johnny always talks about the craziest stuff, which is funny. Like, he talks about costumes being distracting, which, you know, right. when we haven't gotten that in a long time. Right, usually they don't talk about that. And then when the skaters aren't doing that well, they say they're not doing that well, instead of trying to gloss it over and and pretend that they really are good. Isn't that refreshing? And yeah. then the and only the only problem is they've got that some deadbeat guy with them. I don't know who, who the Who is he? Steve? Steve Schlegler or something? I'm like, where'd this <laughs> guy come know. from? I don't who know, but he? I mean at least Terry Gannon pretends to get excited. This guy's kinda like you can tell he's reading from a you know, from a cue card or something. Well he did upset me a couple of times during the broadcast because I'm like, does this guy even follow skating? Because he said a few things. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's got like his prepared notes and that's about as far as he can go. He doesn't actually know anything about the sport, it's clear. <laughs> but one thing we are grateful for is that we have not had to deal with Andrea for this most competitions. She showed up a few times, but yeah, she's been pretty absent. Right, but I think that our luck's going to be changing here pretty soon with the Olympics rolling around. We know that she has a visa to in Russia. <laughs> she was at Rostelcom, so I fully expect her to appear in Sochi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll be ready to, to see the truth booth and back in action. Yeah. And I have to say that I like when they have these competitions in Japan, cause it's really refreshing to actually see fans in the, in the seats. Yeah. It's amazing. Even Johnny was saying like, he says the, the Japanese fans are the most knowledgeable of any fans in the, uh, in the figure skating world right now, which is probably true. Although Russia has got to be a close second and maybe Canada third. Right. But yeah, here in Japan, uh, it looked pretty full. So it's got to be a totally different energy for the skaters having people to actually skate to. And um, it's much more enjoyable. Yeah. And lucky for um, which we'll talk about later, but lucky for the men's winner, it it helped rig the judging, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. Yeah, well, we'll see. Okay, so let's start with the with the. event that we care about the least or that certainly NBC cares about the least because they didn't even bother showing any of it except for maybe some five second clips. They did. They, you know, they did show Volososar and Trankov. They ended up getting silver. So they showed the five second clip of them falling down twice during the long program, the reason why they lost. And then they also showed about five seconds of Sokol V and Slikawi. So I am still think that V and T are the front runners for the Olympics. You know, they 
did not skate that well here because they had the mistake with falling down in the long program. But um, I just think they're a stronger pair and it's their time. And I think they're going to be winning the Olympics. Oh, and for all of our friends out there who are listening to this podcast, just because, you know, we forced you to, we're talking about the Paris competition right now. We know you don't have to know anything about figure skating. (laughs) Well, and how could you if you actually, if you follow NBC, they've refused to show any of the pairs the entire series, which is seven competitions. Yeah, funny. Well, we'll see what happens with um, nationals and and uh, the Olympics and worlds, for that matter. Yeah, well, they'll start showing it at that time. But, you know, you think that they would show the pairs, at least the top two, because these two pairs are pretty evenly matched and they're both very good and it's going to be very close at the Olympics. So you think that they would be wanting to show this to the audience so they could make sure that more people want to watch it when the Olympics roll around. Yeah, so what about Pang and Tong? What was their status? I mean, I know they, they got third, but how they got, are they doing? They used to be really strong. They're not as strong anymore. They were like 10 well, points below the second place. You know, they've been around since last century. And um, they they got third. They did fine on the in their other competitions. I think they got second in both of their competitions. They're just hanging on. I, I think that China's not letting them retire because the young skaters quite they aren't quite up to where they need to be on the international level. So they're begging these two to stay around or maybe forcing them to stay around for this cycle and go to the Olympics again. I expect them to be in the medal mix. I think they'll probably win the bronze because the other two pairs, you know, they're a little younger and they're doing harder tricks. And I think that they'll be winning the gold and the silver where Pang and Tong, there definitely should be on the podium, but most likely the bronze. Yeah, so we'll, maybe we'll get to watch some pairs figure skating for the Olympics. That's what oh. we can look forward to. And then, yes. you know, the the United States competition in the nationals coming up in a few weeks is wide open, really. <laughs> we have no idea who's skating. Well, yeah. <laughs> wide open <laughs> from the standpoint that we have no idea what's going on. You know, and people will be watching the nationals, and that level of skating is going to be a lot different than when you watch the Olympics. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> And then Ice Dance, well, NBC brought themselves to show Davis and White, who are clear gold medal favorites, or, you know, at least, I mean, certainly medal favorites. But um, so they finally showed Davis and White, who I thought had a very inspired and, um, you know, a really strong program to win the gold medal in this competition. Yes. So that was nice of NBC to show them because this is the only gold medal that we won at this competition. We only had, you know, two skaters in this Grand Prix final. So they won, although this, uh, what's his name, Steve, one of the times when he bugged me during the broadcast was when he said that they were the clear favorites for the gold and that this was a convincing win. They oh, won no. by one, they won by 1.35 points. Yeah, I heard that too. That and I convincing? was like, dude, you want to see a convincing win? <laughs> you know, you should see the men's competition. Right. I, I think that he doesn't understand um skating let alone ice dancing but 1.35 points is pretty close um they did skate really well it's not my favorite program because i'm tired of shahrazad but you know obviously they are quality skaters they always put together good programs they're fast powerful and they skated really well and then i i watched virtue and moyer i went to youtube and watched their long program and um they are you know i was afraid maybe they were way behind Davis and White, but no, they, I think they're very close 
just barely behind them. I like their long program. Um, kind of reminds me of the one that they did at the last Olympics. You know, when you watch them, I was thinking, oh, it seems kind of simple. Maybe it's not as tough, but I don't think that's correct. I think that they just skate so effortlessly that it seems like it's not very hard, but it really is. Well, I do think that Davis and White are smart in that they're angling for the audience in Sochi. I mean, they chose much more traditional Russian, Russian, mm-hmm. you know, inspired music and program. And I think that right. was intentional to kind of get an edge over Virtue and Moyer. But they really are. I mean, it could go either way. All Charlie has to do is mess up on his twizzle or something and then lose <laughs> the gold medal. I mean, it's so I mean, they were. Yeah, they're barely separated. They're separated by less than two points. Right. And they're completely different pairs. Right. Exactly. You know, Davis and White, de- their program is really well suited to them. I think that they do well when they have character driven pieces. And they're telling a story, whereas Virtue and Moyer, they have more chemistry. So their program works really well because, as you know, it's kind of a, a romantic story, even though it's well, it's not really a story, but, you know, it's more of a symphony that they're skating to. Well, and so what was going on with Charlie White at the end of the program? I thought he was injured or something because he wouldn't get up off the ice and he's basically putting his head in Meryl Davis's crotch. Well, I think, you know, they they skate all out every time. And I just think he was spent at the end of the program because of how hard they skate he was that was good wasn't it (laughs) yeah she's like get up get up (laughs) well maybe she's in better shape than him but he does have to whip her around and stuff and lift her that chick has some guns for an elf yeah she does oh my god (laughs) so um this is gonna be the really close competition at the olympics i mean one one point so it's gonna be who skates the best that night. And then if they both skate well, it's like, who do the judges like better? Exactly. You know? And Virtue and Moyer already have a gold medal and Davis and White already have a silver medal. So it'll be really interesting to see. Yes, it's going to be a toss-up. And then in third place were the French. Don't know how they skated, but I know that, I want to say they were in fourth or fifth going into the long dance. So they must have skated well. And they knocked the Russians off of the podium. So got to like that. Well, yeah, um, the producer really liked them. She thought he thought she was cute, Peshalot. Um, mm-hmm. But but the interesting thing about that is, so Virtue and Moyer in second place with one ninety, their score was one sixty nine. Yeah, so yeah, the top two, Davis and White and Virtue and Moyer, are just they're in a league by themselves. Yeah, I because mean, that that many points is huge in ice dancing. You know, it's not quite as huge like in the single skating, but when you're 20, 30 points ahead in ice dancing, that's like a short program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's just amazing. So really it's going to be a race for the, for the bronze medal at the Olympics too. something to watch there. Yeah. Cause I think there's three or four different um, pairs or ice dancing pairs that could win that bronze medal. So it's a race for the gold evenly match those the top two pairs and then it's everybody else all right so i'm going to take a deep breath before i talk about the ladies <laughs> program <laughs> i need the, to center uh, myself ladies slash girls program yeah i need to center myself and find my chi and um so so the big news this week in the media was that ashley Ragn- wagner referred to her russian competition as the baby russians 
<laughs> which um, they... Well, and she's not really incorrect. <laughs> right. The oldest one out of the four that were in this competition is 17. The youngest is 14. So, a per- you know, that you could you could argue that they are babies. Right. And the 14-year-old looks 12. Yeah, exactly. And she may be... Well, who knows? Is Russia... And she skates like she's 12. Well. Yeah. Is Russia <laughs> forging people's birth certificates too, like China does? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> uh, well, if they were, I guess she'd be Olympic eligible. But she... Uh, Anna Pagor... We don't even know her name. Pagor- they didn't even show her on the NBC. Anna Porgalea. Yeah. Um, she is not eligible to go to the Olympics. So um, that's unfortunate. And Elena, we call her Radio Nova, but she's, what do you, what, how do you say her name? I think it's Rodian, Rodanova. <laughs> Rodeo. Elena. Yeah. All Elena. I know is that little, she's the one that looks like she's 12 years old and she is all long, skinny arms and legs. Yeah, did you hear your good friend Steve talking about how her parents got her into the sport so that her spindly legs wouldn't snap? They're still looking pretty spindly, <laughs> although she she can jump, but she, yeah, she's kind of gangly. <laughs> yeah, Tara's like, ooh, she's a little gangly out there. And of course, Johnny's all pronouncing everybody's names with the Russian accent and stuff. Well, he's and pretending he, to. We don't know if it's really correct. Right. Well, he is married <laughs> to a Russian man, apparently. That's, and he no, was that's training true. in Russia and apparently speaks Russian. But he acts like he knows all of these Russian, the baby Russians personally. Well, he probably does. So Elena, I will say that she's a performer. She's very young. Definitely needs to work on the artistry and the polish. She can do the jumps, but, you know, her skating's lacking because of she needs to mature. And she definitely, to me, she definitely looks like a junior skater. Yes, she looks like a junior skater. That's a, that's basically what I was thinking the same thing. And that's what they're saying, too. It's like she's just kind of jumping around out there, whatever. But, but she really know. is a junior skater because she's only 14 years old. But for her first season on the senior level you know she made the grand prix final and she ended up fourth not bad but do i like her skating not really no yeah i mean hats off to her she beat gracie gold who who nbc tries to make out (laughs) as the next gold medalist and then you know i mean she beat a lot of strong competition um what's her toes from russia what's her name carolina yeah yeah carolina um, um, Akiko didn't get to make this. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. So, so you know, the Russians are definitely going to be strong. Well, they're strong right now, but like for the foreseeable future, because they had four girls here, and apparently they had four that made the junior final. Yeah, so that's. Amazing. I don't know where. Uh, yeah, so I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Russian lady skaters, which that's different. There haven't been a lot of great Russian lady skaters. No, and not for a long time. Speaking of, um, I watched the (laughs) some crappy ice show on NBC. Please don't say Irina. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Irina was on the show. It was the family show. She was on there with her little kid. I don't know if it was. I can't remember if it was a boy or a girl. But um, oh my god, it was weird to see her after all those years. And she still skates the same. Well, basically, she didn't wasn't really doing anything Ugh. out there. It was almost like watching Dorothy Hamill skate. You know, she's basically like <laughs> doing a single axle or she's something. She's circling the ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was quite a show. You really missed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, Adelina Sotnikova, I actually watched on Ice Network, the short program, and she rocked it out in the short program. She was That's- really good. I was like, that girl's crushing. And then long program, Meltdown. Oh, yeah. So she was in second, like you said, second after the short. And they said that she had a really good short, long program. She hit that opening triple, triple jump, which was great. And then after that, it kind of went downhill. She fell twice. Um, She singled a Lutz. It just, yeah, 
I think when they said that her problem is her consistency. So yeah, it was not a good skate for her. And then the, she was slowed down at the end and the spin was bad at the end. She ended up fifth here. So that's too bad. It was pretty much, I would say she choked because she was second and definitely had a chance to win a medal here and just blew it in the long program. It wasn't her day. Well, big time choke. And also what's going to be crazy is there's only the Russia only has two spots to send um, skaters, female skaters, lady skaters to the Olympics. Right. And she is Olympic eligible, age eligible. So I will not be surprised to see her there. And then we'll be talking about Julia, who is also age eligible. And they have a they have another one. What's her name? Elizaveta. She is, too. So. We'll see who makes those two spots. Adelina's probably still in the mix, although, you know, if she has these consistency problems, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. I think she'll I think she'll have to win her nationals for them to feel comfortable, because I think if you win the nationals, you probably get to go. But, you know, it's not like in the United States where the top three get to go. It's It's based on how did you skate for the entire season. Yeah, and she, you know she was really, really strong in the short program. I was like, wow, check this chick out. I've never really seen her skate that well. And so, mm-hmm. but then it's like in the long, in the free skate, it was like a totally different skater out there falling right. all and, over the place. And not only the mistakes, um, I just didn't like this program. The music was irritating me by the end. And I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like the music. I wasn't crazy about the program, but maybe if she wasn't falling all over the place, I would have liked it a little better. Well, speaking of not liking the program, I have to tell you, this Ashley Wagner program in the free skate is a disaster. Hate. It's a disaster. Even Johnny and Tara were talking about what a disaster it is. I don't know what she was thinking. It is totally not her strong suit. It is completely not connecting with the audience. It's terrible. She doesn't connect with the music or the audience. And, you know, she looks nice out there. Very presentable polished nice outfit but she to me she's not Juliet I don't know if she doesn't understand what the character of Juliet is you know oh well did you hear that she was playing it as Juliet the victim so now she's gonna switch it up and try to be like Juliet the powerful it's like well that's okay okay whatever (laughs) um but Um, it's so interesting to see her short program which is really up her alley i mean it's like it's like this you know sort of rock and roll like she has her hair in a ponytail she's whipping it around like it she's really selling it in that short program and this free skate is just a disaster i don't know what she's gonna do i yeah i mean she's gonna have to skate it really really good at the if she makes the olympics although i think she believes that's a foregone conclusion um (laughs) and only a medal will do right um you know i i don't like the program either this and this was a rough skate, but it was a disappointing skate. She ended up third here, so good for her for meddling. But um, she hit that opening triple triple combo great. Then, after she fell on her triple lutz, it went downhill from there. She was two footing the landings, just under rotating the jumps. Lots of mistakes here, so it was not her best skate. We've seen her skate this better, but besides the mistakes, it's I don't know, I just don't like the program either. Yeah, I feel like if she's if she's she's clearly not connected to the music and the program. And so when she falls, she just doesn't have the motivation to kind of sell it the way she does with other programs. Right. Well, because I, I think that she is a powerful skater or a personality. And so she kind of needs programs that are <laughs> go with that. Yeah. Unlike Julie, Romeo and Juliet is, you know, it's young, innocent, um, tragedy. Yeah, I know. So- soft. 
and I don't really see her as a soft skater. So I just think well, it's really, really unfortunate that she's having this crappy program in an Olympic year. It's like, what are you thinking? This should be your best program ever. You right. Know what she should do. She should go recycle some program she did before, just like Jeremy Abbott does. Just yeah, that's not going to happen now at this point in the season, if maybe after the first or second competition, but now you're getting too close to the nationals. You can't just go, I'm going to do a different program. And she's not one of these 14 and 15 year old girls. She's 22. So I am thinking that this was her idea to do this program because she's not being programs aren't being pushed on her at this point in her skating career. Well, it's a big mistake. But she did <laughs> do know? the triple-triple in both programs, so you got to give did. her credit for that. And they were good triple-triples. So, you know, she had some mistakes here. She ended up with a third good. Um, it wasn't her best skate, but it's not time for you to be peaking anyway right now. Let's hope that she does better at nationals, and then if she does make the Olympic team, that she um, skates to her potential at the Olympics. And maybe if this program skated real cleanly, we'll like it better. But... I think if it was different music, I'd like it better. Yeah, I mean, Johnny is basically like, she's going to have to fi- figure out a way to connect with the audience and to connect to her music. But It's bad when the um, announcers are saying pretty much they don't like what you've chosen for your program because yeah. if they're not liking it, then the judges probably aren't all so crazy about it either. Exactly. So Julia, according to Johnny. I'm sorry, but we're calling her Julia over here in the United (laughs) States. Um, So Julia Lipnitskaya of Russia got the the silver medal. She's the only woman in the free skate who actually skated a clean program. Right. Um, You know, and I know that people are like, oh, everybody's falling down. But then again, all of these women, girls are actually upping the technical difficulty and when you do that then there's a greater risk that they're going to be falling down so i'm happy that they're everyone in this competition is doing triple triple combinations but then of course there's probably going to be more falls julia skated i thought she skated good you know the last time she skated it was a little bit of rough skate even though she won but um today much better she was fourth after the short ended up second here And I love this program. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, it's Schindler's List. I just think that music is beautiful. And I think it's hard to skate to, but she skates to it with a lot of maturity and a lot of poise for someone who's only 15. Right. And And luckily she is, yeah, and luckily she has a nice outfit and everything too. Very respectful of the girl in the red coat, the whole thing. And um, luckily she will be able to qualify for the Olympics. And she's really going to give, I mean, she's going to give Ashley a run for her money. She's, she's consistent. She is showing the passion and musical connection in her program that Ashley doesn't have right now. And, uh, you know, she's beat her several times, I think. So, yeah, she has, um, you know, she has the jumps, obviously she can do the triple triple, but beyond that, her spins are beautiful. She's got amazing flexibility. Um, I definitely feel like she's connected with the program. She uh, she emotes, especially for a 15-year-old. She seems more mature than 15 when she's skating. And the program's sophisticated to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had the the whatever Ford challenging move of the day. You with know, her spin. With her spin, which has got 100% perfect points, which is not easy to do. But basically, she's, her leg is vertical. Right. And how often when it's the move of the day is it a spin? Yeah, like never. <laughs> it's always a jump. So it's like, great. I'm glad you guys are noticing the quality in that. But yes, she skated really well here. Um, this sets her up good for her nationals to make the Olympic team because she's done very well on the Grand Prix circuit and the judges like her and she's got a great program. 
She's great. I mean, I love to watch her. So, I mean, yeah. And we haven't, we've never said that about very many Russian women skaters. That is for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So Melisada ended up winning the gold. She had an amazing short program where she did a beautiful triple axel. It was great. I heard the judges downgraded it for some stupid reason, but, and she attempted two triple axels in the free skate and was fell on the first one. and was two foot of the second one, but at least she's attempting it. Right. Yeah. I got to give her a lot of credit because, you know, Nobody else is even doing triple axles and she's putting two into a program. So you know what? She didn't, she didn't land a clean triple in the long program, but I like to see that she's going for it. And yeah, cause that's not something that you're just going to pull out at the Olympics. You need to be practicing or putting it into your programs in the competitions before you get to the Olympics. So and then after that, those mistakes, the rest of the program was clean. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she's got the complete package now, really. And if she keeps those triple axles, that's going to be a lot of firepower against Kim Yuna, assuming Kim Yuna is even coming back. Right. And here she won this, she won this competition by 12 or 13 points. And, um, and she should have, you know, she did have the mistakes, but her programs are more mature and she has more artistry and polish plus the technical difficulty, she's skating um, really well. So I definitely think that she, right now she's the front runner for the gold medal at the Olympics because we don't know how Kim Yuna is skating right now. Right. And she Mao got the silver at the last Olympics, right? She did, okay. yes. So, and, and I feel like she has more emotion this year when she's skating too. Yeah, she's definitely getting higher um, presentation scores than she used to. So she's really one to beat and Ashley's going to have to really pull it out to stay on the podium at the Olympics or even. Yeah. You know, I think realistically Ashley has a chance to win the bronze medal. Maybe. But, and that's with skating real good. And, uh, I don't see her winning. That's for sure. But you know, crazy things have happened. I mean, Sarah Hughes won. And Tara (laughs) Levinsky won. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but with Mao, I don't think that we've seen her skate her best, uh, this program, the best yet this season. So let's hope that happens at the Olympics. So it's, she's, it's a good comeback story. You know, she relearned all of her jumps since the last Olympics and it's been a long slog for her. She's just gotten a little bit better each season since the last Olympics. All right. So let's move on to the men's competition. So the men's competition was won by Yuzuru Hanyu of Japan. Apparently he got the largest um, short program score in the history of men's figure skating. Yep. And then it was his new personal best for the total overall score. So Hanyu totally killed it in the short program. Yeah, I watched his, NBC broadcast his short program. Of course, the Ice Network, which I'm wasting my money on, did not even bother to show the men's <laughs> short program. But um, I saw it on NBC. And so what, he did two quads? Um, I think that he did uh, definitely one. I think you're right, he did, because I think he did a quad and then he did a quad in combination. But he killed it and he was ahead by 12 points after the short program. That's a huge lead. I mean, yeah. that is allowing you to make mistakes in the long program. Yeah. And, you know, he it was not a perfect program, in my opinion. I was a little disappointed because he had some shaky spins there at the end because he gets a little little crazy. Yeah. But it was a major in your face to Patrick Chan, who. Right. So he ended up winning by 13 points, which is huge. You know, and like you said, he had a little bit of trouble. He fell on his opening quad, but then he nailed the next quad and um and he lost maybe lost a little gas at the end. He had a kind of a crazy spin at the end. But overall, it was a really good skate and uh, two good skates here. So he's definitely in the mix. 
Yeah, it's crazy to think about that because Patrick Chan, I don't know how he did in the short program, but he must have just not done as many quads or maybe he I think fell, that I he know. doubled one. I believe he doubled one of his jumps in the quads. Oh, well, that'll that, do it. Yeah, that's a killer. So, but um, Hanyu won by 13, so he's showing that Patrick can be beat. Oh, so can be beat by a lot of points, too. Yeah. Um, Patrick skated well in the in the free skate. He just wasn't quite on his game. He was really... He wasn't really selling his program. He also had a crazy spin at the end where he almost fell down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was it was a little rough. But, man, did you hear the interview with him afterwards? Man, yeah, that guy is arrogant. That, you know, what I was going to say is, um, you know, I have liked Patrick's skating this season more than I have in past because he's been more consistent and not falling all the time. You know, and he ended up second here. This program, the long program, is a little labored. But he definitely hung with it. But then they had to go and do an interview with him. And what a douche. Oh, my God. It's like king douche. Basically basically what he said was, um, I've won enough competitions and I've won enough Grand Prix finals. So, you know. I'll just let Han you have this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can he can have this one. I I I pretty much just gave it to him. I let him win. Yeah, it wasn't that he, you know, Han you skated out of his mind. It's because I decided I just didn't want to win today. Yeah, he's like, I don't really care about Grand Prix final because I'm gonna be getting, I'm gonna be the Olympic. Because I've already medalist. won a couple of them. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, and then you know, and then I'm pretty sure I wasn't dreaming this, but I believe that he said that you know, and then I'm gonna win the Olympics next. Yes, that's what he said. <laughs> you were not dreaming it's like patrick oh i enjoyed your skating and then you had to open your mouth oh my god it's that's atrocious and he's canadian what the hell i know it's like what's going on here what about your know, humility i do i do feel that he is still the front runner to win the gold medal you know he didn't win this grand prix final but he is a strong skater he has good program this year and he's skating more consistently than he has in the last, what, two, three seasons. So definitely he is still the one to beat. But why does he have to do, to, why does he have to have interviews? I don't know. I mean, did you hear that other crap about how when he, when he screwed up at the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, it was because he was skating for his country. Now in Sochi, he's skating for himself. <laughs> it's like, he sounds like an American. Yeah, exactly. I, I should say the United States of America because obviously Canadians are American too. But um, yeah, <laughs> thank you, history major. Yeah, you're like, oh wait, yes, they are. Oh, goodness, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about now. Okay, so, <laughs> so let's move on to Nobunari Odo of Japan got the third bronze. Good, yeah, good for no Oda. I yeah. just. <laughs> I just don't, <laughs> I don't like the program. I don't know. He reminds me, maybe it's because he's wearing a little brown outfit. Oh, no. <laughs> he, I'm like, it's a little wood sprite. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And he's bow legged and stuff. Oh, my yes, God. Yes. He's like a little wood sprite out in the woods, jumping around from tree to tree. And I don't know. Um, So <laughs> good for him. You know, he was a replacement because Daisuke was not able, he withdrew from the Grand Prix final and Oda was the next alternate so he got to go and he ended up getting a medal here so you know that is great because he's never been in the final and he comes away with a medal this is good for him going into his nationals you know trying to make the olympic team um you know the japanese the first place makes the olympic team and then the other two um places 
they don't necessarily get to go to the Olympics. It's based on how you've skated your season. So this helps him. Um, he is a consistent skater. He just doesn't have the artistry. He's got the nice jumps, but I, I'm not crazy about the program. No, it's, I don't know. I'm, it's fine. Whatever. And, you know, and I, I just, I don't see him winning a medal at the Olympics, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, who, it's anybody's game. Yeah, I'm, the not, fact that I'm he... not crazy about a skating. No, me either. Or this program. No. Um, <laughs> so Jan Han got sixth place, even though he, only, he finished fourth in the short program. He had a really good short program. It was really funny because uh, I think his, he got very emotional and his Chinese coach was like, you need to stop <laughs> getting too excited here. The Chinese don't do that. Mm-mm. So settle down. Well, he must not have skated too well because NBC did not broadcast him. Yeah, they did broadcast Coveton, who did not do very well. No, so I, I like uh, Maxim, you know, and he's young. I hope, I hope that we see him at the Olympics in Sochi and not Yevgeny. Oh, God. Because um, I, I do think he's a quality skater, and I believe he'll, he's going to be around for a while. And he seems different to me than past Russian male skaters because I actually enjoy his skating. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he seems to keep it a little bit more real than some of the ones we've seen in recent years. Right, but he definitely lost steam in, in this long program. He was <laughs> struggling at the end, but then they did let us know that he's had three competitions in the last five weeks. So he's, you know, been in a lot of competitions and had to travel for that. So that does take a toll, and I think it showed up here. Otherwise, if he'd had more of a break... I think that he would have skated better because he wouldn't have been maybe as tired. Yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the Grand Prix final. Next up for the Ice Queens and for the figure skating world is the national championships, which are held this year in Boston, which are pretty much the Olympic qualifiers, not always 100% so true, but um, they're going to be broadcast on January 11th. And um, Tori, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be a slog fest. It, it, well, you know, <laughs> the yeah, actually it will. Because I'm like thinking, oh, the men will be okay. But no, we have no idea who's going to make it for the men, the ladies. Well, we do. We definitely know for ice dancing. That is, I think the ice dancing is going to be the premier event because we do have four good pairs. Yeah, for sure. Um, the rest, you know, it's just a crapshoot for the other it's ones. It's going to be crazy town. <laughs> it is going to be crazy town. I mean, you know, Ashley is expected to win, but who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, any, it's anyone's game. And, of course, it is. the Queens made a not-so-tough decision to not freeze our asses off in Boston and instead to record for you, um, not live, but at least together in the same city, next sitting right. next to each other for the Poolside Olympics. Poolside in Phoenix. Yeah, Poolside so. in Phoenix. So we'll be doing that after the Olympics on uh, February 20th, around that time. Right. So we won't be in it, at Nationals in Boston, but we will be recording and um, we'll look forward to keeping you up to date on all the snarky realness that we can deliver to you. Yes, we will. All right. So that's about wraps it up for us. This uh, episode of the Grand Prix final. Um, we'd like to remind you to rate us on iTunes and tweet about us exclamation point. The, and you can also find us at theicequeens.com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, the Ice Queens Podcast at Tumblr, or excuse me, theicequeenspodcast.tumblr.com, or email us at theicequeens at epicdeer.com. That's E P I C D E E R.com. Or buy our crap. Christmas is coming just a couple of weeks away. Last minute gifts at cafepress.com slash theicequeens. All right, Tori, well, enjoy your nice weather out there in P Town. I will. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. Keep well, on rocking. <laughs> Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>